0: Hello everyone and welcome, welcome to Beyond Small Talk every Thursday at the four o'clock Eastern Standard Hour. Hello everyone and welcome to Beyond Small Talk. My name is Jackie Janik and I'm a women's empowerment coach helping women uncover their purpose and define their own path in the world and today you're watching Beyond Small Talk. Real women, real conversations, elevating womankind one talk at a time. Hello everyone, Benita, Carrie, Allie, hello everyone and thank you for joining today my co-host, her name is Becca. Like it's just Becca. She is a singer, songwriter, composer, producer. She's celebrating life and endless possibilities every day. And I'm so excited to have her on. I haven't seen her in like, well, it's been COVID, but like I haven't seen her in so long. And we're going to talk today about her journey. Uh, following her dreams i'm just getting her on sorry So this talk is becca's dreams so we're going to talk more about that and how it what it takes to show up as a singer songwriter um in the world so let's get her on hold on i just invited her i hope she's able to do it ah. give it a sec peeps anyway hi Ellie, thanks for the wave hi uh-huh. <laughs> so, good Hello. To see you. so good to see you yeah. oh my god it's been yeah. years like i know years. it's
1: been so long i'm so glad you invited me to do this thank you
0: thank <laughs> you you look gorgeous Oh,
1: uh, thank you, you too
0: <laughs> and where are you are you in a like where are you
1: um i'm in los angeles at my apartment where i record music this is my studio
0: <laughs> yeah, it looks like a studio. I was like, yeah. you're very like, oh, so like what you do. And I was talking about, um, you know, you're a singer, you're a songwriter. And um, I remember you before you were a singer and a songwriter, when you started to follow that passion and that purpose, and you just left New York. And I was always like, "I, she's such good mm-hmm. lady balls. Like, I <laughs> want those. <laughs> so, Thanks. Yeah. Um, Can you share a bit of like, how did that start? Like, how did you get those balls to be like, you know what? I'm just going to go out and do it because it's not easy being a singer, songwriter. Like I'm assuming, I don't know.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, it's definitely been a journey. I mean, I think I've always been pursuing my dreams and pursuing music um, from as early as I can remember. I grew up like studying all different types of music. I ended up going to college at Juilliard to study composition, um, thinking I'd, I'd wanna go into film scoring at some point, but then I really wanted to perform because I grew up performing in all sorts of different ensembles and groups. And um, it was actually, I think what the time I knew you, I was starting to perform as a singer, songwriter or electronic artist in New York City. and And then about, Six years ago, I moved up to L.A. where I continued doing that and performing. And then a couple years ago, I kind of got the bug to kind of return to my passion for writing for TV and film, which that's been sort of my focus lately. So I've been sort of merging like the artist composer roles lately, which has been really fun.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Now, what does that entail, writing? Like, I don't know any of that, what that means. Um
1: it means like um collaborations like for like for example one project i did was for a a bounty commercial last year so um the creative director invited me to do a demo for the brand um and then which i i did and um came up with a song idea and then pitched it to him. Then he pitched it to the the brand. And then, you know, after a bunch of rounds, like he had to kind of get approval from a lot of different teams. And then um, they decided it was a go. So then last year it came out. That was really exciting to have a a song with Bounty across all different streaming platforms. So that was one example. Another example is um, I've been writing for some um, libraries for TV and film, so basically mm-hmm. I'll write a bunch of music, it'll go into a library and then um, whatever production can like find find my music there. Um, and then um, that brings me to my my more current project, which I, I just got hired for to compose my first feature film, feature-length film, <gasps> so I'll be actually scoring um, an original uh, score for a film, which I'm really excited about. I've been working towards that for a long time, so. Um really looking forward to delving into that project later this month.
0: Oh my God. That sounds amazing. And of <laughs> course it leads me to like 50,000 questions, but one is like, where do you find the inspiration? Like, where do you get your creativity to do this?
1: Oh my gosh. Um, I feel like inspiration is just everywhere around us, all around us. We just have to keep our eyes and ears open to it. Um, there's times where, I'm super open, I just try to stay open to life and like nature, people I'm, in my life inspire me all the time. Like films I see, or like pieces of artwork. Um, I don't know, I, I feel like like a lot of like live performances too and dance performances can spark anization idea. and yeah, like ideas just kind of like come come just Kind of randomly, and also like if you focus on something, like hey, I want to write about a certain subject matter or playing around with an idea, um, it kind of feels like it comes in various different ways. So I try to just stay open to the world and and however it comes
0: that's great like just staying open because my day job I do some creative work in it and there'll be moments where I'm like I'm just stuck I'll like I just don't know I'm just like stuck so it's usually like I have to change environment or I have to do something that just like feels good or like takes my mind off of necessarily like you know sometimes you're like trying to think so hard and you're like oh my god I have to be creative and then you're like shit Oh my gosh. It's like it just doesn't <laughs> pop like this, where some people are like, Oh, you have one hour, be creative. And you're like, What? Really? Like, well, that happens to me.
1: So. Totally. Oh my gosh, it happens all the time. And when I get yeah. stuck, which happens a lot, uh, and I think for everyone, um, that's when I, I try to like, change something like my environment or like take a walk outside um I'll call a friend I'll do something else like I'll try to focus if I'm putting so much pressure on myself to come up with a certain idea and it's just not flowing then um I'll just like shift my attention to something else for a little while or work on a different project and then wait for that inspiration to come for the other thing and it usually happens if I'm like not putting as much pressure on myself for it
0: Yeah, because I'm sure, like, scoring for, like, a film, which is just so amazing, there's deadlines. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, you got to meet some deadlines. So it's like, you know, when you're under that... Kind of like that pressure or that timeline. It's like, how do you make sure you find that creativity? Do you have to, like, put yourself in a room? Like, I know you talked a little bit about it, but I want to know, like, legit, how do you do this? Because I feel like this could be, like, a lot of, like, it's joyful and you love doing it, but also there's pressure, like. Absolutely.
1: Well, I find like some, some ways I get unstuck is like moving my body, like I'll like dance around my room or like (laughs) with my partner, like sometimes we'll like dance in the living room, put on some music or I'll go outside and take a walk and just like try to be really present with whatever sounds are like happening in nature. Like when I was a kid, I, I would imagine that I heard the music like rustling in the trees and the wind and so like that kind of like sense of like childlike wonder I'm always trying to kind of bring myself back to that place of like total um, just really being kind of open and, and full of wonder to the world because there's so much happening around us at all times and we're like bombarded with constant feedback and um, over over stimulation like of social media. Yeah. So like sometimes I'll just like force myself to take a break from that stuff and just kind of like clear clear my space and kind of get into another another way of focusing my energy. If that, does that make sense? I love how you say, like,
0: <laughs> completely. And, like, you talked about, like, your childlike, because I think the older we get, you know, I'm in my 40s, that there's been, like you said, so much noise and so yeah. much feedback. Like, feedback of who I'm becoming or what I feel is creative or what I like or, like, what inspires me that um, the older we get, I feel like, well, there's all the judgment. I'm like this. This is my judgment. <laughs> like, it's banging me on the head, like, judge or judge. And that you can tap back into, like, a childlike like state or remembering that I think it just feels more like light and flowing and like can you tell us a little bit more about like your childhood because you said you started with music and um your passion when you were a kid like how did that pop up were you like I just want to be on stage
1: (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I think like, well, I grew up, I was really lucky to have a really like cultural, like musical family. My my parents had like a big stack of records that they would always play. And we didn't have a piano growing up until I was five. But that came about because I would like hear music on the radio or whatever and go play piano other people's houses and then my mom kind of figured out like oh we need to get our piano lessons and so (laughs) the piano teacher like knew about me and and so like I started I just like it was something that I've always just done naturally I think I've just like always had an inclination towards making art like I was I grew up kind of doing lots of um, different arts like like dancing and painting classes and gymnastics and um voice lessons and piano lessons and I just kind of like was had like a voracious appetite for the arts and um and then eventually kind of like it was hard to keep up with all of them and then music kind of take took over everything and then I, I was just kind of like okay this is what I'm doing I just I always knew that I had to I had something to say, and I wanted to share that with people, and like lift other people up with music in some way.
0: Yeah, and that's good that you're sharing your voice. Does it ever become because even like I just started this podcast like a year ago. It's a little over a year, and I'm mm-hmm. showing up every week on like this video, and um, now with Zooms and everything like that. I feel like we're always staring at ourselves, like a <laughs> keep staring at myself. And I was like, oh, pointing at all the things. Um, it takes a lot of courage because when you pour out like me, like you're pouring out like your, your thoughts, your feelings, your emotion, your voice onto paper, and then into music form. How do you feel like when a new song comes out? Like, I know you had some songs co- records of songs or albums of songs like what are you thinking on the release date do you care what people think do you like or a selection of people what they think like how do you go through that process of like showing up being vulnerable anchor and courageous at the same time yeah that's a long question yeah. that's
1: a really good question though i mean i think it changes like i think i used to be really focused on what other people think and it's really hard not to think about that like obviously we want to be liked and loved by our our friends, our audience, like whoever we're sharing our music with, um hoping it'll like reach a lot of different people um but I think it comes down to like me being integrity with myself and like feeling like I did good work and like sometimes when like as an artist, you can make like progress very incrementally, and so sometimes it's really hard to like quantify your progress as an artist. Oh. Um, so like when when that happens I'm not getting as many like ears on on it as I like had hoped for like all I could do is be like okay well like what am I creating next and also like feeling proud that like I put this this thing out there that like took a lot of courage to put out there cuz you are really oh. like sharing your your heart and soul with everyone with with your music and and with yourself like with your podcast and everything being vulnerable and um and so yeah like it it can feel like a little bit of um, like you're birthing something and then also like a little death, like, okay, like, well, now that that's done, like what's, what's next, you know? Like, so sometimes like I I can kind of get a little like if I'm not careful, I can get down on myself or get like a little like depressed of like, okay, like, well, this is finished. But then that's sort of what's what motivates me to keep creating. Cause if I'm not like constantly creating, then like, I'm not really living my true purpose. So I'm, I kind of remind myself, like, okay, what well, I'm here to do this thing. And, like, regardless of however that song performed or that al- album did or whatever, like, I, I and I want to put attention on that and, like, the marketing of it and sharing it with people and making sure that it has, like, a long lifespan as, as much as possible. Um, I, I think my heart is really, like, now more in kind of just, like, the continual, growth and creation of like you know whatever whatever else like needs to happen because because it doesn't just stop there like you you know you put something out but then like I could have a release but still like be creating the same day on something else so you know just kind of staying in that constant movement um the cycle of of kind of that creative lifespan
0: yeah so i guess keep moving then you don't give it space or as or like time or focus on being like well what does everyone else think but like you said it's kind of hard sometimes like not to because i'm showing you release or like you know every because i guess it's part of the industry like well Mm -hmm. you know how many downloads did you get how much you know and that yes they quantify it there right
1: exactly and it's hard not to like
0: have the like comp like
1: Um, comparison game where you're like oh like Mm. this person is doing so much better or whatever like but but that doesn't really like I feel like I actually was having a really amazing conversation with a dear friend of mine um last two weeks ago and he was saying like like he asked himself this question like am what I'm doing is it like of God is it of spirit if it is it like with purpose. And so like, that's actually been a really great question. I've been asking myself lately, like is what I'm doing, like of God, like, and then God can mean like, whatever, like, I'm not really religious. Um, But like, am I really like truly living my purpose right now? And when you're kind of like in your head questioning yourself, like, you know, that that's kind of like, not your like higher state. So I'm trying to kind mm. of like live from that place as hard as, <laughs> and challenging as that can be. Cause like, obviously there's like, so much you know so much noise in our heads and like thoughts and one thing that's really been helpful to kind of help and like center and focus me is um meditation like I really love the Mm -hmm. calm app and um kind of bringing my thoughts to like more stillness so that's been really helpful yeah
0: that makes so much sense because um Lately, that's where my creativity has been coming from. I used to play, like, hardcore music. Sometimes it would be, like, hardcore rap or hardcore, like, Metallica. I was like, why am I playing Metallica, right? And it would be, like, I wanted to go this. And that was a few, like, even just, like, maybe even just a few weeks ago. And then lately I've been craving more of a stillness and a quiet and a calm and, like, to get out of my head. So I think um, from where you're going is, like, knowing yourself right and being in tune with who you are and your needs at the moment and not judging where you get sometimes i even judge where i get my creativity like see i'm judging my creativity like who cares where it comes from right as long as i get it and produce it Mm -hmm. and you said something really interesting about it's like birthing and death at the same time right like that is so interesting because even putting this out like I, I feel like yes I birthed it like you birth you know songs you birth like so many things creativity. but th- then I'm like well who I was a year ago birthing this I'm not this person now so it's like the yeah. death to Jackie pre like sometimes I call myself pre-pod and post-pod like it's a like different person like I'm sure after every song or every like a uh, creative project you do you feel different like it's you're in a different space
1: totally yeah exactly that's why like i i try to not like i used to wait for a long time before i release things because like okay like got to get everything perfect or you know get the release plan in in place and everything but now i'm more interested in just like getting things out and then like moving on to the next project because <clears throat> that's where i feel like i'm like i'm the best at doing that cuz Like that's what I'm meant to be doing. So like if I'm not in that state, then I like I'll have too much time on my hands to think about it. So you know that's not really helpful for anyone. So.
0: No, and you said the perfect thing, perfectionism. Like, that kills all dreams. I was uh, spoke to someone last season. You might know her, Cynthia Santiago. She was part of SEC, like, a while ago. And she, we were talking about dream circles. And she was talking about perfectionism. And I was like, that kills all dreams. So it's interesting that you said that. So it's like, do you have a percentage of, like, at where when I create something, I'm like, I'm like 95% right in and then i'm like the rest of the five script like i gotta move do you ever think like that and you're just like okay how do you how do you say enough with the perfectionism let's move on
1: oh my gosh it's taken a lot to get there honestly like i've i've been like a real perfectionist (laughs) in so many ways but um i find that like i try to remind myself that like some of the details, like, obviously, like, I want to put my best foot forward. I want to put the best work out of that, that I can. And some things take time. So, like, I try not to judge myself for, like, how long something takes if, if I don't have it. But actually, like, deadlines really help for getting things done. Because I'm like, okay, well, it has to happen on this date, then, you know, I, I don't have time to kind of, like, <laughs> obsess over this one small detail. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I mean... Again, it's like, okay, like, if I'm getting stuck in that, like, one perfection kind of cycle, um, like, death loop or something, then I try to, like, move on to something else and, like, refocus my attention on, like, a different area of the song or a different project, and then I'll revisit it, like, with fresh years later or another day.
0: Yeah, that's another thing, like, stepping away from projects and then coming back with, like, fresh eyes, fresh mind. Um, You can see so much more. Like, I've experienced that so many times where I, like, i got to just put that away. Because you're not going to make any progress or movement when you're still in that space.
1: Totally. Or I'll think about, like, okay, what would my – one of my favorite composers do? Or, you know, I try to, like – sometimes I'll I'll think about, like, okay, well, what would that person do – and put on a record or something and and then that'll sometimes give me ideas too so yeah there's like different tools I've picked up over the years and you know there's no easy way out of it you just kind of have to like try a bunch of different things and see what works for you.
0: Yeah. And and you're very open to that. So it sounds like, so that's awesome. Mm-hmm. The other day you posted about making the beat and I should really know what that means, but what does that mean to you? Like what you're like making the beat and I was like, that sounds fun. What, what <laughs> does that mean?
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. That's funny. Um, well, I don't know, I guess making a beat is like, sometimes I start with a song with making a beat, which like is the percussion elements, like the drum elements of the song. Um, it's one of the ways that I'll start a track. Sometimes I'll start a track from like um, noodling around on the keyboard or the piano, or like I'll be out um, walking and have an idea for a song lyric and then I'll like record it on my phone and then I come back and kind of try to produce it. But um, I guess making the beat kind of just means starting with, with some sort of like hook or, like, or drum beat and then building a song on top of that, if that makes sense.
0: No, that's that's awesome, because now that you see that, like, and you were talking about going into nature and things like that, I purposefully, I don't always have in my headset when I take walks. I don't know if like because people in the new york everyone has a headset on i was like there's so many beautiful sounds in new york um Mm -hmm. that i was like take off take this off for like five minutes and just listen to like the hustle and bustle but then sometimes there's places of total silence and calm and listening to the water so Anyway, just spark when you were talking about nature and where to find, like, where do you find your beats? Maybe you're just walking around and you're like, I heard something and you're like, that could be a beat. I don't know. Maybe. I'm not. (laughs) it.
1: That's so funny. Yeah, I love New York and I miss it so much for that reason. Because when I would walk around, you just always walk around in New York and you pick up different sounds or different, you know, you're constantly in motion there. So. I would feel so endlessly inspired there in LA. It's a little, I was telling someone the other day, like it's a little bit different because you have to be more intentional about taking your walks. Like you're always in your car, unless you're yeah. like, Oh, like, let me take a break from work for a minute and go for a walk. Like, you know, so it's, it's a bit different, but, um, but yeah, that's why I kind of like, if I don't take a walk on a certain day, then I kind of feel like I missed out on something. So I try to make it a point to do that at least once a day.
0: Yeah. Next time I'll be like, I'm taping the sounds for you. <laughs> Becca, here's the sounds of New York. <laughs> <Please> <laughs> I feel like, like. Yeah. It's like, even when you're just on the subway and now they started, um, the musicians are allowed back into the subways. And I always find that so entertaining or like when anyone, uh, there was someone playing the trumpet by in front of my apartment the other day. And I was like, it's just so nice to hear like unusual sounds where you wouldn't typically hear something in the environment. I think it's just I don't know, so cool. Like, it just feels good, you know? And music, like, just makes people feel good. What do you, how do you feel when you hear people (laughs) hear your music? Or how do you feel when you hear your music?
1: Oh, my gosh. Well, I just have to comment first on, like, hearing the subway Mm -hmm. performers, because I love that. It's so awesome. And I live with a trumpet player, so my partner's a trumpet oh. player, so I get to hear that a lot, and I just love oh. it, like, that. I feel like I, like, really feed off of that creative energy, too, um, but, yeah, about how do I feel when I hear my music? It's, it's weird, because whenever anyone else has my music on or my music's playing, it's hard for me to focus on anything else, because I'm just like, oh, like... There's my, my song or, you know, like it's it's in my head and, you know, I'll focus on some element of it or, you know, or I should have done that differently or who knows, like it's, it's hard to think about anything else when my music is on, but I feel a sense of, of pride when it's on or I'll feel like, Oh, like I could have done something different. That's the perfectionist in me. It was like, Oh, I should have done that differently. But, <laughs> but yeah, it's usually a sense of like pride and accomplishment and, um, Yeah, it's pretty cool.
0: I like it. It is, right? (laughs) I I don't know. Anytime. Like, when I see you're popping up, I was like, oh, my God. She has, like, you're, like, it's just so amazing to me that you, yeah, are so courageous to, like, put your voice out there. Um, It means a lot. And it means a lot to watch you grow and do that. And just other women could feel it. Like, I feel your passion of it and your love for music, which is beautiful.
1: Oh, thank you. That really means a lot. (laughs)
0: <laughs> um so as we come to a closing would you like to can you share any more about your project or this is top secret
1: <laughs> um let's see what can I share I'm, I'm working on a different a bunch of different collaborations right now um I have a bunch of um like co-writes that I'm working on for some tv shows which I'm not really sure if I can talk about what it is for, but it'll, I'll definitely announce it when they're out. <laughs> and then um, I'm also working on an EP with my partner, Jonah Levy. Um, it's very like a fun, like joyful kind of EP, like full of like kind of passion for life, which I'm really excited about because a lot of my music has been very dark up until now, <laughs> but I feel like I'm like entering a new phase where I'm like, I don't want to write about sad things anymore. Like, so like, which very- is so
0: funny because, yeah, sorry, because you can see where the the songwriter, the musician, is in their life. I'm a huge fan of Mary J. Blige. Like she is my go to woman who has brought me through many, many decades and situations anyway but when I'm reading like and I see the titles of your song and someone have calm before the storm like I like that one a lot and I was like what does that mean why would she call it that like this is what ran through my head is that what I didn't think that one felt dark did that felt that one
1: no that one actually felt like yeah like hey like
0: we're
1: I'm coming like you know like this is this is the calm and then like I'm the storm like I'm gonna just like you know take over but I don't know that was kind of like I feel like a lot of my songs are kind of reminders to myself of like the type of person I want to be or like fears that I'd like to overcome and I think that was that was something along those lines where I'm like okay like I'm I'm about to like you know really break out here and like here I come kind of thing so (laughs) so but yeah that was a lot of fun to work on
0: yeah, I like that title a lot. Um, and then I just like your whole title, BeccaDreams.com. Like, this is your handle and everything. It just sounds... How did that come up? How did you create that one? I'm like, what did you create?
1: Um, I'm actually... It was a while ago. I think I've always just been a very kind of, like, ethereal kind of person. <laughs> and, and, like, I, I get caught in my daydre- daydre- daydreams a lot. Mm-hmm. And so it just kind of felt like a natural kind of thing to to call myself like Becca dreams but um yeah. but yeah I actually have another project that I wanted to mention which is um I wrote a song for a, an upcoming film called I'm Mordecai, which is coming out later this year starting starring Jed Hirsch um so um my partner and I co-wrote a song together because it's actually a, a cool story like one of my colleagues from Juilliard I went to school with um composed the score Maddie Kaczynski is really talented composer, and um, he hired Jonah to do a bunch of music contracting for it. And then they actually needed a bunch of songs to put into like some party scenes like for licensing. Um, So they ended up licensing a bunch of my songs. And the director really liked my music and was like, Hey, would you like to write an original song for this big montage scene in the middle of the film? So he actually commissioned us to to compose a song for the film. So that was really a fun project to collaborate with a director on that. And um, so that was earlier this, this year. So when that comes out, I'll definitely let everyone know.
0: Yeah. Oh my God. That's yeah. so exciting. That's going to be so exciting. Like, I feel like on the big <laughs> screen and it's so loud and like you feel it in your seats. Like, you feel it in your bones when you're. I mean, uh, I haven't been to the movies in years, but like that's how like you feel when you're watching it, even. Oh my God. That is so exciting. Congratulations on that. Yes. Please share and everyone follow Becca at Becca Dreams. Thank you so much for uh, showing up yeah. today and sharing your creative process. <laughs> I hope everyone got some tips and tools from you. I sure did. Like I'm like, if you need creativity, just go follow her. (laughs) You're so sweet. Thank you. It's great to talk to you. Thank you so much. You too. It's so nice to see you, Becca. Thank you so much. And thank you, thank you for showing up. And if you need you must watch this over again because you want to hear more from Becca and follow her journey. So uh, You can watch on Spotify, Audible. Check her out on Spotify, um, Apple Pod, and everywhere you get your pods. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Thank Becca.
1: You. <laughs> Bye, <laughs> everyone. Thanks Bye. for watching.
0: <laughs> Bye. Bye.